Hey, hey there, Wrinkled Runner here. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of the Wrinkled Runner Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about running shoes because I do not want you to run in just any old pair of sneakers like I did the first time I started running. In fact, the pair of shoes that I started running in was probably about 10 years old when I ran in them and I did not have any clue about what kind of running clothes to wear or what kind of running shoes or that there were different kinds of running shoes or different kinds of ways that people run and that their shoes should fit them or anything like that and I am very blister prone. I'm still very blister prone even though I wear the quote-unquote correct shoes but I much less uh, get much less blistering than I did when I started. And, you know, if you start out with just running in any old thing, it can become very uncomfortable, very painful, and that can cause you to stop running. So I want you to get to a running store and running stores uh, online, but a physical one is really the first place you should go when you are learning how to run. You need to get fitted in a good pair of shoes and not just pick anything online. You need to try them on and uh, a really good running store will have you run actually and they will watch you as you run and be able to make recommendations based on that. Now you can find running stores online. Fleet Feet is a big one that they have them all around the country. We have uh, one or two here in the Buffalo area and there are also mom and pop kind of local running stores that a lot of areas also have that I would encourage you to go to. Most are staffed with runners, they should be anyway, and they will help you find the most comfortable shoes for you. They deal with new runners every single day so I do not want anyone to feel intimidated by going into a running store or an athletic store where someone is going to help you find a good pair of shoes. You don't have to know a whole bunch of lingo. They will walk you through it and they will be really, really friendly. And if they're not, then turn yourself around and find another one find somebody who is going to help you. They'll let you try the shoes on usually and run a bit, even outside. And you can go sometimes around the blocks. Some I know let you go around the blocks. I'm just up and down in front of the store. I usually just run around the store. I've been in the same running shoes now for, mm, boy, four or five years now. So I haven't had to really try anything on and I've been able to go online and get some because uh, I know exactly what I like. But the version that I have now is really changed with the new version and you're going to find that as you run that the shoes, even though it's the same brand and the same kind of shoe, the versions will have slight changes and once in a while the version will come out that has a major change that causes you to not be comfortable anymore in these shoes and so you're going to have to do some research again but once you find a shoe that you really like you can then you know go online and get that version and a lot of times find it cheaper too especially when they go on sale or if the new version comes out you can find your version that you really love for usually a few years before you have to start looking again for something different i like to go up a half size 
from my normal shoe to account for foot swelling, especially if you get into longer runs and things like that, your foot can really swell. Or if you run in the evenings, uh, sometimes if I have to wait for my husband, we run in the evenings and your foot is, uh, it swells up during the day and you want to be comfortable. You don't want to have something that's too tight. That's where black toenails come in and things like that and they can fall off and, and I've had that happen. And while you can definitely still run in them, uh, doesn't look great with flip-flops. So I've actually painted my, uh, when a nail has fallen off, I've actually painted the skin or the bed of the, the toe to uh, match, but that doesn't really look very attractive, <laughs> just so you know. So while you're there, look at some good running socks as well. Um, I use Balaga. I think that's how you say it, B-A-L-E-G-A. I use those socks and they have helped with these than the blistering to, to not have blisters, but a really good pair of socks is also important. Uh, try on different kinds of shoes though, but if you're new to the sport, more cushioning will probably but be what you'll be most comfortable in, especially those of us who are older. Uh, we like to be comfortable and you're not going to run, like I said before, if you're not comfortable. And a lot of times more cushioning will give you comfort. And you know, in the running world, the pendulum swings all different ways. You know, a few years ago, probably 10 years ago, uh, minimalist running was the big thing and everybody was running either barefoot or in the Vibram five finger that you'd see people wear, you know, with the, each individual toe. And my husband had a pair of very minimalist shoes. So, it, you know, it was basically like running on concrete. Now the pendulum seems to be swinging the other way where we have the Hoka um, shoes that have like really thick cushioning. I've never run in them, but uh, they are they are really thick if you've ever seen anyone with those. I happen to like um, a lot of cushioning in my shoe. I use a New Balance 1080 and I know when that cushioning starts to go, it's time for me to get a new shoes. There have actually been studies that show that new runners have less injury when their shoes are comfortable. Instead of relying on gimmicks, what's cool, you know, you'll see people in, you know, in shoes or running shoes and things like that that are like fashionable or athleisure or, you know, some big name likes to uh, run in them or whatever, you know, there, there are all different ways that uh, the media tries to get you to buy their product, but run in what is comfortable. This is not a fashion show. If you're running, you're not going to be by anybody who really cares what you wear. And as those of us who are older know, we get to say what is cool. Try to find something that is comfortable that you are actually going to run in it post that I have that I will post in the show notes that there's a longer explanation about the studies and and the things like that because you're going to hear words like pronation over pronation things like that uh, that they may talk to you about in the running store but really go with what is comfortable and the most expensive pair is not necessarily the best for you when you go to run uh, be careful that your laces aren't too loose so that you trip. I always double knot, but if you, but you also don't want them too tight. You can strain the top of your foot. And I've had that before where I've been out on a run and all of a sudden the top of my foot feels like 
it's there's like a break or it's really strained and I have found that I was tying my shoes too tight so make sure they're not so loose that you're you get a lot of rubbing because then you are going to have blisters but don't lace them too tight either you want to have some movement in there you don't want numbness or anything like that so there's a thing called lace locking that some runners use to prevent your heel from slipping out and causing blisters and it's easy, easiest to visualize this instead of me trying to explain it to you so in the show notes I'll have a link to a video actually on how to lock lace uh, and you can also YouTube has videos on that as well you know other people have done videos on how to block your laces um, which should help with the heel slipping so if you sew I also sew and I know it is a cardinal rule that you should only use your fabric scissors for cutting fabric and that is my advice also for your running shoes only use your running shoes for running buy a different shoe uh, even if you go to the gym, I have a different shoe that I use when I go to the gym and do other things besides running. I only use my running shoes for running and the shoes can, they run out, they run out, they uh, wear out and you need to change them eventually so that you have a new pair. And I don't mean in five years, I mean eventually if you are a new runner you will actually get to the point where you have run 500 miles and that seems to be the magic number that everybody talks about 500 miles is when you should change your shoes now I have had a stress fracture before and so the guy that I went to for um, therapy had told me that I should change my shoes every 300 miles so if you're prone to injuries and things like that I would suggest that somewhere between 300 and 500 miles is when you want to change out your shoes so in order for you to know that you run three or 400 500 miles I also recommend that you have a shoe log even if you don't want to journal your runs or anything like that at least keep track of how many miles you've been running on your shoes that can be as simple as sticking a number on your calendar on your phone and adding it up every month and seeing how many miles you run. If you use different apps, there are also different ways that you can do that based on uh, whether you're using the um, workout app on your iPhone or you know different phones, I'm sure, and different apps have different ways of being able to add that up for you. So you know how many miles that you've been doing and once you get close to 300, 400, 500 miles, um, go back to the running store or if you really love the shoes that you're in just go online order yourself a pair have them all ready to go because you know how it is you know you can get to the 500 miles and say oh I'll go next week oh, I'll go next week uh, that turns in ne next month and next thing you know you know you're running a thousand miles on these shoes and you don't understand why you're getting injured and why the runs feel so hard well it's probably because your shoes are completely worn out and you will be so happy to get your feet in new shoes and there's a spring in your step and just this bounciness when you have a new pair of shoes so get them before you need them and then you'll always be ready uh, when your shoes are telling you that it is time to switch
if you want to have more than just a shoe log and you want to have a whole running journal, I have a YouTube video at the Wrinkled Runner YouTube channel or on the blog, the wrinkledrunner.com blog, that tells you how to set one up. Now I use Evernote for mine and so it's kind of like an Evernote tutorial. And if you don't use Evernote, there are many different ways that you can have a journal. Uh, you can have a paper journal, whatever, to track your runs and talk about the weather and the different things you wore and whether you liked your shoes, whether you got a blister, all these different things to track because we always think we're going to remember everything and then sometimes we don't. So I always have a shoe journal within my regular running journal and then I have everything all in one place. So to recap, when you go to the running store, try to find the shoes that are comfortable, deal with somebody who runs, deal with somebody who is able to explain the different kinds of shoes and the different reasons why you would wear them. Make sure that they let you run in the shoes. Now, a lot of places, a lot of these running stores actually do have a 30-day guarantee. So when you leave the store, make sure you take note of when that 30 days is up because if you hate the shoes, you need to go back and you need to get a pair that you are going to love. It is possible to find a, a shoe that you're going to stick with for years and years. And so find one that you are very comfortable with. Do not be intimidated when you go to that shoe store. Don't think that you have to spend $300 or even $150 to get the best shoe. And if somebody is trying to tell you that the more expensive the shoe, the better it is, then you need to find a running, another running store. Try to find something that is comfortable. Try to find socks that are comfortable get out there and go for a run if you'd like to ask any questions about running shoes or any other questions about running please email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com you can also go to wrinkledrunner.com and there is a contact form there that you will be able to get a hold of me and i will email the answer i also may use your question on a future podcast Please subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. The podcast is divided into seasons, and so you'll be able to know then once a season ends and then know when it starts back up again. And I'll see you on the run.